And it is uh, I, Anselmo Huggins, also known as Sumo. It's been quite a long time since I have done one of these, and I apologize for that. It's actually our 30th, so that's a very important number. I mean, you do 30 of anything, and especially for me, you do 30 of anything. That's pretty impressive, but it's been a while. But before we do that, uh, I always like to correspond with our episodes with the players who've worn number 30 in the pinstripes. And amazingly, there's not a lot here for the number 30s for the Yankees organization. It was first issued in 1929 to Gordon Rhodes. Never heard of him. Uh, Our second guy, also in 1929, Bots Nicola. If anybody knows these people, please email, text us, do whatever. Uh, Mario Russo wore it in 1939. So they went 10 years without anybody wearing number 32. And then Mike Chartak wore it in 1940. Norm Branch wore it in from 41 to 42. And Jim Turner also wore it from 42 to 45. Bill White wore, not uh, that Bill White, but Bill White, W-I-G-H-T, wore it in 1946. Dick Starr, 47. Uh, probably the first name that you'll recognize. Eddie Lopat wore it from 48 to 55. Rip Coleman picked it up in 55, wore it through 56. Bobby Shantz. I'm sure you've heard of him, 57 to 60. Marshall Bridges from 62 to 63. And then uh, a big name in Yankee history, Mel Stottlemyre Award from 64 to 74. And then uh, probably the most famous, well, I would say the most famous guy to wear it, Willie Randolph Award from 76 to 1988. Matt Smith Award in 2006. I have no, I cannot remember who Matt Smith was. Uh, we all remember Corey Lytle. He wore it in 2006. If I'm not correct, Cordy Lytle passed away a few years ago. Uh, I'll have to do some research on that. Uh, Sean Hanward in 2006. Scott Patterson Ward in 2008. And obviously, the last guy to wear it, David Robertson from 2008 to 2014. And amazingly, David Robertson is no longer with us. That just seems amazing. And now I have to go here and uh, because I feel bad. If, uh, Corey Lytle. Yeah, I was correct. Corey Lytle. Uh, he died in October 11, 2006. If I remember, it was a plane crash in New York City. So it was very sad. Uh, he pitched for the Yankees uh, 2006. Um, anyway, let's continue. Um, I have not done a show in a while. In fact, I went back and I, I looked, and our last podcast was released on July 24th. That's last year, 2014. You might wonder what I've been up to. Well, a lot's happened since then. Uh, Today, I believe, is February 9th. And uh, 
I have uh, a lot's happened. Uh, I uh, asked my girlfriend, uh, who's now my fiance, I asked her to marry me. She said yes. <laughs> so that was great. Um, also, in that time, uh, she was offered a promotion at work. Uh, she had been working remotely uh, from Brooklyn and uh, had to come up to Connecticut every once in a while uh, to her company, maybe like once or twice a month. But uh, her boss left and retired. Uh, they offered her the job. Uh, the, unfortunately, the the drawback to that, well, there's no drawback. She took the offer, uh, but she would have to be in the office now every day. So uh, we decided that we would look for a house. And uh, I believe in September, we found a house in New Haven and then kind of gone through that process of uh, obtaining the house, buying the house and uh, you know all that. Uh, we finally moved in January 22nd. So it was about good four or five months of uh, doing all that stuff and actually her driving up to Connecticut here from Brooklyn probably from October you know she'd be up there Monday through Thursday and I was down here so I really didn't have a lot of time um, and to be honest the Yankees were kind of boring the last couple months of the season uh, I did get to go to Jeter's last game which was just probably one of the best games I've ever been to in my life uh, and I've been to you know 1998, I was at Game 4 of that World Series. Got to watch the Yankees win the World Series. Not 1998. What year was that? That was 1999, Game 4 against the Braves. Um, I remember uh, Clemens going about seven innings. Uh, had some of the best seats I've ever had at the old Yankee Stadium. Probably about 14, 15 rows up. It was pretty amazing. Got to meet a lot of great people. Saw a lot of amazing people. Um, two of my best friends were out in the uh, bleachers. It was a great night, and it was you know. But uh, I think the difference of uh, this was that everybody in the crowd was just, you know, there was so much love in the building that night, and it was as far as this new stadium goes, one of the best moments in the new stadium. And uh, there was just an appreciation in the ballpark of just for this just one person. Uh, it's not it's not anything that you'll you know you'll experience too often. Uh, and it was just a beautiful night, and obviously. David Robinson set it up. Uh, he gave up three runs, I believe, in the top of the ninth, a home run. And, uh, you know, Jeter came in with the big hit to end it, the walk-off, and it was, the place was just electric. It was a magical night, and, uh, you know, going to miss the captain, but it was definitely time for a change. Uh, he'd given us everything he could possibly give us, five world championships. Uh, what did we go to, six world series? Six world series, we lost to... Uh, no, seven World Series he went to. So he won seven American League championships. He, you, know, you can't really ask anything more of a guy. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, you get older. and uh, But you know what? That, that's not really important. Uh, the guy was amazing. And uh, I've really got nothing bad to say about the guy. Um, but it is a different, it's a different time. Uh, like I am right now here in the basement uh, here in New Haven. I've got my own studio set up, which is nice. So I hope to be doing podcasts on a more frequent basis. I Before, I was doing them at work. And uh, sometimes at the end of the day, I just didn't have it. You think, oh, my God, what does this guy need, you know? But sometimes, you know, I just didn't have anything. I didn't have that much to say towards the end of the year. It was just, you know, the Yankees did fight at the end of the last year. They got a lot of guys that came in, Chase Headley, um, uh, what's his name? Played second base and now is gone. Uh, Martin Prado, Martin Prado, who was great, uh, who's no longer with us. There's so many, there's so many changes. There's just so much that has happened 
since the last time we did a podcast. The coaching, uh, a couple coaches have left. It, it's uh, it's going to be crazy. Uh, we've got a lot to talk about before the season starts. Uh, the pitchers and catchers are due in February 20th, about 11 days away from now. Isn't that crazy? Uh, I'm so excited. I do love the beginning of spring training. It's nice to see the guys. I remember growing as a kid growing up, you know, you'd only get maybe like three or four spring training games or, you know, 80s in the 80s. You only get a few games. So it was like you took that opportunity and, you know, you were like, oh, my God, look at that. You know, how does this guy look in the uniform? Oh, what guy, what's, what's that number that guy's going to be wearing? You know, you know, the Internet. And I mean, you know, now I think the Yankees probably, you know, I think they play 30 spring training games. They probably televise about 20 of those. So, you know, that that part has changed a lot. Um, but, you know, and so it gets a little boring. It gets a little monotonous and you want the game to start. But uh, the Yankees have a lot of good young guys, young kids coming up. Or, or we hope, you know, uh, the Rob Ref Snyders, the Jose uh, Perella. Uh, this Luis Cervino kid, uh, uh, the Lindgren kid. I'm going to screw up names. You know, these young kids, you, you, sometimes you see their names. And uh, Aaron Judge. I mean, it looks like the Yankees have got a lot of kids coming up. Um, and, you know, all we can do is hope because this is certainly a transition year. Um, you know, who is the face of this team anymore? Um you know, is Brian McCann the face of the team? Mark Teixeira. What's Mark Teixeira going to do this year? Um, Steven Drew, will he be the second baseman coming out of uh, out of spring training? Yankees get signed him to a one-year contract at $5 million, a little insurance. I think they want one of the kids to take the job, Ref Snyder or Perella. I know I'm screwing that last name up. Probably by the middle of the year, you know, I don't know who this kid is. Well, one of those kids... If Drew uh, finds his hitting, will one of those kids be on the bench? Uh, I forgot to talk about Didi Gregoris. Gregoris. Um, from what we've heard, the guy can play short, uh, but can he hit? Can he hit 280, 290? That would be good. I mean, that would be great. Chase Headley's back four years. Uh, Alex Rodriguez. I haven't even talked about Alex Rodriguez yet. Uh, I'm not going to call him a fuckwad yet. Not yet. I mean, I don't like the guy. If if any of you know me, I, I just don't like the guy. He's just he's just a pain in the ass. You know, it would be nice if he just. I mean, honestly, I, I don't. I don't wish any bad against anyone, but I, I mean, I wish he would just go away. <laughs> that would be my my dream. Um, you know, you've got Gardner, you've got Ellsbury. You definitely got a big question mark in the in, in right field with Beltran. We don't know what belt kind of Beltran we're going to get. Um, we got Chris Young in the outfield, and then we got a, a Garrett Jones as well. So, and then uh, was it Murphy and Romine battling for the backup spot? As far as that goes, uh, Yankees have gotten better defensively, um, but offensively, just don't know. You know, it's a matter of those two guys. Is you know, McCann had a really good second half of the season, and that seems to happen a lot with the Yankees. You know, guy comes over from another team, presses a bit, 
and then his second year is it's 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 he just goes bonkers um but i thought he did a great job mccann uh behind the backstop with the pitching staff uh and then speaking of the pitching staff you know when you look at cc uh nate vivaldi evaldi uh tanaka pineda capriano uh, Nova due back in May or June off Tommy John. I mean, question marks up and down the rotation, the starting rotation. Um, is Adam Warren going to be the swing man? Uh, because we no longer have uh, David Phelps is gone. He's, da- he's down in Miami. He went down there with Prado. Uh, the Yankees got Nate, Nate, Nathan Vivaldi. So there's a, there's a lot of question marks. I mean, all the, if those guys pitch to what you know what we think they can do the Yankees have a tremendous staff but CC's coming back off a knee surgery Pineda is this the year that he settles down and becomes you know a number two in the rotation he's got the stuff he can you know Tanaka obviously the elbow we're, we're gonna be it's like we're waiting for the elbow to fall off um, who else have we got? Obviously, Nova coming back. I mean, love the kid, but uh, this is a big year for him. Uh, 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 Vivaldi, whatever his name is. <laughs> I mean, what's what are we most? A lot of people think that it's his. It's going to be his time. And uh, with you know, Larry Rothschild seems to be a, a, a guru. Uh, if you look at what Carthy did last year and Capriano, pitched very well, and a lot of people give credit to Larry Rothschild. So you would think this kid seems like he's ready. Uh, he was once traded for, uh, he was highly touted coming out of the Dodger system and was traded for uh, Hensley. Hensley Ramirez. I can't remember anybody's name today. Uh, who's now with the uh, Red Sox. Um, so a lot of question marks. You know, what is Capriano going to give you? Uh, the bullpen, obviously, David Robertson is gone. Um, I forgot who we picked up from the Orioles. Uh, Andrew Miller. I mean, the Yankees have a lot of young arms right now, a lot of power arms. So the, uh, and and that's the way, obviously, if you watch the World Series, that's what baseball is now. You know, you get your starter to the fifth inning, sixth inning, and then you got four guys who can just throw 96, 97 miles per hour and game's over. That's what the Royals did, and uh, to some extent, that's what the uh, Giants did. I think the Giants have a little better rotation, but, you know, it's all about bullpens now. And, you know, sometimes people wonder, you know, could Joe DiMaggio have hit 56, you know, could he have had a 56-game hitting streak in today's game? Back then, he was really facing one pitcher, maybe two pitchers in a game. Now a guy, a batter, can possibly face four or five different pitchers in a game and, and that's a, a huge disadvantage obviously right now pitching is king in baseball so i don't know there is a there's just a lot going on i just sort of wanted to uh say hello again and to uh just i guess reintroduce myself uh and uh looking forward to the season um and uh, just looking forward to getting back and uh, doing a couple features i've been thinking about uh, the Yankees are back on WPIX, and I'm very excited about that. Uh, so I was thinking of going back and uh, doing little features on some of the announcers. You know, obviously we know Phil Rizzuto, Bill White, Frank Messer; those were the three that I really grew up with. But uh, 
there's not a lot of people who know about these guys. You know, Bill White. Bill White, you know, played for the Cardinals. Uh, I think he was traded to the Phillies. He was the National League president for a while. Um, Frank Messer, who honestly, I really don't know that much about. So he's probably going to be my first focus on the next episode. And um, yeah, that's about it. I just want to do some fun things. This is going to be a weird, this is going to be a weird season because I think from what I'm mostly hearing from people, the Yankees are kind of, I don't know how excited I am for this season. I mean, I'm always excited for baseball, but I got to tell you, last season, just in general, in baseball, I thought it was kind of boring. I thought the World Series and the playoffs were pretty exciting, especially it's great. It was great to see the Royals do well. But I mean, when you look at it last season, it was kind of a mediocre season. And when you look at the two teams that got to the World Series, neither team won 90 games. It's nice to see teams dominate or have a team that's like, you know, 900 over. I mean, there's not too many teams that have won 100 games lately crazy the nationals are probably that team this year if you look at that i mean that rotation is dominating can dominate uh they've got great offense and uh you know if you now look at the padres the padres will be probably the team to beat out west dodgers have lost a few people don't really know what we're gonna get from them the giants are all you know you never know with the giants every other year they're okay (laughs) Um, so it's going to be a weird year, but we'll talk about that over the next few weeks. And, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. So I'm just glad to be back. Um, I'm getting married soon. It's everything's great. We just bought a new house. The house is great. Uh, and I couldn't be happier. Uh, and I couldn't be happier to be a Yankee fan, uh, no matter what, when, you know, I went through the lean times in the late eighties, early nineties. So I'm prepared, (laughs) We've had a great run over these last 20, 20 plus years. I'd say from probably 93, end of 92, the Yankees started getting it. But 93, that's when the Yankees really started. You're like, oh, this is, you know, because the A's used to own us back then. They were the team and they, I think they won like 17 or 20 straight against us and they owned us. And I remember when we finally started beating them, you knew that the Yankees were, were changing and, uh, so we'll see, We, you know, again, we hope that we've got some good young kids and that always keeps the fan base interested. And I think this fan base needs to, we're, we're a little, um, there are a lot of people who came in on the winning and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see the real fans hanging out for this year and the next few years. Um, anyway, that's it for me from now, guys. Uh, I'm coming to you live from the basement here in New Haven and I uh, hope to be talking to you a lot more. Uh, as the season progresses, but definitely a lot during spring training. Like I said, I can easily jump down here in the basement and record a show. It's uh, it's tailor-made for me. All I got to do is hit record and that's it. So I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I've just been blabbing for about 20 minutes. And so I look forward to actually listening back to this because I totally hate the way my voice sounds. And I just hope I haven't slapped my uh, tongue around because I found that annoying. Anyway. I'm out of here, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. This has been a presentation of Hatfield Digital.